Welcome to the HR Matters podcast. HR Matters, because people matter. This is the place where you can listen to fresh ideas about working together with news and topics that really matter and insights into the changes you can make in your organization today. This is for anyone who has a keen investment in the people within their organization. Featuring Marlene Fluff. Hello, hi. Myself, Lisa Dempsey. And today we have a very special guest with us, Gary Turner. Welcome, Gary. Hi there. Hi, Marilyn, and hi, Lisa. And hi for you listening. <laughs> Do you want to give us a short introduction to yourself, Gary, and, and who you are, what you love to do? Yeah, thanks so much for that invitation, Lisa. So I'm Gary Turner. I'm what I call myself an interpersonal catalyst. So I try and stay away from the corporate uh, labels. Um, and what that means for me, really, Lisa, is I bring to the world a, a quite unique mix of commerciality. So I look after 20 million euros worth of business at my work organization. Um, but at the same time, I also bring um, a deep understanding and expertise around culture, people, um, and increasingly inclusion as well, uh, as I learn about that area. So my belief is bringing strategy, commerciality and humanity together within a corporate setting, hopefully over time will help unleash more of our innate potential that is so often unfortunately locked away today. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that so much. There, There is so much power in bringing those things together to unlock that, you know, that, that magical potential that exists. Yeah, yeah. How did you get started down this track? What, what started bringing this to life for you? Because, of course, you know, we know so many people who, yeah, they're, they're in the commercial world and yeah, they're very, they, they stay kind of in the, well, these are my revenue targets. I'm going to stay in my lane and, and play it safe. What is it that brought you into this sort of expansion of, of oh, yes, yeah, let, let's bring more human elements into this? Yes. Yeah, so, so, so for me, that, that track you're speaking about, actually, Lisa, I was on that track until age 39. So it's all about the money. It was all about the next car, the next house, the next holiday. And there's nothing, no, ju no, no judgment in that. They're all nice things to have. Yeah. However, when we attach our well-being to those things, that's where we can get become a little bit myopic. And that's certainly where I was for most of my career. So again, great life, lovely life, great holidays, great career path. But I hit 39 years old, Lisa, and I don't know what happened. I see a little bit of a mini eureka moment. But what it was for me is that I was sitting in my apartment, and this is five years ago, and I had gratefully the decent salary, the post job title, nice holidays, you know, everything that society and our education system, and even our parents innocently, teach us is what matters. I had it all inverted commas and I felt hollow. I felt absolutely empty. Literally it was heartache around my heart area. I just had this hollow feeling and I just got curious to be honest. And that's been the last five years and I continue to be curious, but really that was the, that was the catalyst for me was that, that realization that having all of the stuff outside of me, that society, education, family had told me mattered in the end doesn't, if our soul is not enriched. And that's pretty much what started this, this curious journey five years ago. I love that. I love that you got curious instead of just stayed sad and, and heartache. <laughs> that's a very constructive, constructive way to, uh, to get out of that. Yeah. So, so what are the things that you got curious about? What did you dive into as, as topics, as ways forward? 
Yeah, it's a great question, actually. And it's very actually for this podcast platform. It's actually in the HR people and OD space. So again, age 39, five years ago, I'm this commercial guy, very successful, making company money, have a nice life. And I was just like, what, what's missing? What's going to fill that gap, that void for me where I've got this heartache? And I thought it's got to be people or something linked to people. So what I did for the next two and a half years is I trained in learning development, organizational design and development, and also became a chartered member of the CIPD in the UK, which is a chartered institute of personal and development. So I peopled myself up formally, as it were, alongside my commercial role. And where I got real satisfaction, Marilyn, actually, was I actually helped create an in-house learning and development program by the people for the people internally. So over the course of an 18 months, we designed you know, strategic planning, effective communication, new line manager, all of the stuff you'd expect to see to try and help our people become better mm-hmm. because they want to grow. They want to become a better version themselves. And we ended up after 18 months with an 18 module internal learning and development program that basically completely transformed how people felt about being part of the organization wow. in the UK. And parts of that still exist today um, as well. So it's really this, the ability and credits my organization from that point of view is that there was the space for me. And maybe we'll talk about this, you know, creating that space to yeah. allow people to experiment and unleash more of their humanity is such a critical part and credits my organization for going, hey, you want to become this bigger version of you? Here's the space. Go and see what you can do. And that was really, really important part of that, uh, of that evolution, I would say. Wow. And what is it that you think allowed that to happen within your organization? What were the, what were the elements? What were the ingredients that they had available to help create and hold that space? So I think I'm going to be really honest. Part of it was a, a short-term threat as well. <laughs> so we were speaking before we, ju- we, we jumped on the call about um, corporate activism is something that's on my mind at the moment. And that activism at that point in time, to answer your question, Lisa, was do I stay at the company or do I go? Because I've now had this realization that just making money is not going to be what feeds my soul and Gary longer term. I like that part of it, but it can't be just about that. Right. So I went to my line. Exactly. Exactly. There needs to be a wholer version, a more holistic version of me. So I went with that message to my line manager at the time and said, hey, look, very openly. And this is where I invite your listeners to hear this part. Be courageous. Have the difficult conversation. Don't wait till you want to leave. Be more positive. Come up with the idea, the solution, the version of you that you want to become and go and share that with your line manager. Because that's what I did at that time. And he very positively reacted. Uh, Lisa and just said look okay we still want you this is important we still want you to do the commercial role because that's how you pay your salary that still brings in the the money to the business Mm -hmm. so we don't want to lose that part of you you're very good as a salesperson however I understand and I see you and you want to become sales guy plus people so if, if you stay we'll create that space but we do still want you to be the commercial person so it's really an adult adult conversation Lisa which happens far too rarely I think in the workplace yeah what, what I'm hearing you saying is that you you had the conversation early in a sense that you had it before you were just exploding with frustration um and you did the work or the research yourself of I'm not happy with this what would, would I like it to be 
And that sounds very helpful as well. So it's not presenting your line manager with, I'm unhappy and you think of a way to solve this, but presenting them with, uh, with um, the direction you want to take it in. And it was a great explanation, I believe, saying, well, this is not the whole of me. I'm, I'm great at this part, but there's more sides to me that I want to uh, bring out. And, and do you know something, and, and it's really interesting. So just so you both know, I've never shared what I've shared in the last five minutes on any other platform before. So you've got like <laughs> a unique exclusive today because um, you're asking such great questions. I think what's so important about this is that frustration piece, Marilene, is so, mm. like, we, we've all felt it before, haven't we? That frustration of I'm not being seen or that there's so much I could be doing, but the culture's toxic or that person doesn't like me. Like it's all the stories we tell ourselves. And it's like, how often do we actually check in with that story? And I think that's, that's, that's the thing. I, know, I was so in my head before um, I had that conversation. It took me 39 years, mm. 39 years before I had the courage to have a difficult conversation, honestly. Because prior to that, I was, yes, man, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do that. I'm making more money. But like, the freedom that comes with showing up fully and having difficult conversations is immense. Wow. Yeah, that gives me goosebumps as you're as you're talking about it because it, it is it is so vital and yet it is it is a very easily and often overlooked avenue. So many people think they they buy into you know lock stock and barrel this story of oh this isn't happening in my organization right now, so it isn't possible. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go someplace else. I'm going to do something else. I'm going to leave as opposed to having that very, it is an uncomfortable conversation, isn't it? It's uncomfortable to go in and say, hello, good morning. (laughs) This person that you've been seeing show up at work for the last several years, I would like to change the way that that looks because it isn't working for me anymore. Mm -hmm. I need something different. You're giving me goosebumps back. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, you're taking me right back to the conversation. And it was a challenging conversation but I think what I reflect on now and I appreciate you both holding the space right now is we need to know where we're in our power and where our strength is when we go into that conversation so for example I was making the company good money I know I'm a good international salesperson I understand the world I'm a global citizen I used that as my leverage I didn't just go in and say I want to be a people guy and you've now got a problem you've got to backfill me and find another salesperson. That would have been a completely different conversation. What I did was use the leverage of the other role, which I wasn't completely unhappy in, but I wanted to become a fuller version of me. So here, you're not going to lose organization, that part of me. In fact, you're going to get even more value from me because you're going to get 100% of Gary and not just 55%. And I think this is the thing I really want your listeners to be thinking about is this is not either or, it's and. And we're so not used to making it end. Yeah, thank you for that. And and roles don't look like that yet. Like Lisa said, there's no, if you don't see it happening around you, you don't think it's possible yet. Uh, but that doesn't mean it's not possible. It is. Bringing that 100% is possible. And especially when, you know, your line manager listened and acknowledged and you acknowledged his uh, his interest in, in in keeping you doing the work you were doing so well, too. You know, the, the interests and benefits on both sides that that get acknowledged and talked about. That's what made it uncomfortable, but then also a really good conversation. It sounds like it did. And 
I can say it's, it, you're really taking me back there. It's it's, it's fascinating because I would even say, and again, I've not named. You can go on my LinkedIn profile. You'll find out who they are. But you know, I'm here as Gary, the the human being, mm. not a representative, yeah. which mm. is why we're not talking about the company name. But I'm in that space right now. Again, like it's not a one-off conversation. So I'm now having the same conversation, and I'll I'll, I'll share very openly. And again, I'm not bringing anyone into disrepute. With since the tragic murder of George Floyd, like a lot of us, particularly those that are Caucasian, have realized the reality of the world. And what I wanted to share is, so I looked at the board of my own organization and saw how very white and male it is, like mm-hmm. so many organizations. And that's very innocent. No one's designed it that way. It's just a group think the sameness. They haven't challenged it. So I've now been able to use some of my new learning from spending great time with people like you and others in our networks and I've used that internally to say, hey, is this good enough? Do we represent the clients that we serve globally as an international organization? No, we don't. So how can I help be part of that change within the business? So I'm now in that conversation with my organization. I want to be part of the inclusion discussion, and I want to help lift black and brown and minority voices within our own organization. So I would never have even tried doing that had, A, had we not have experienced George Floyd, bless him, and his family, but B, had I not of five years ago started the track of I am more than my job title. Yeah. That's what's making this possible as well. It's 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 the next step in your in your conversations and in, in you being who you really are. Yeah. And I and it it is such a valuable point to really highlight and and stand still with for a moment. You know, it isn't a static exercise. It's not a one and done. You know, just as our organizations are constantly evolving and changing and shifting because they are living organisms, so are we. And so continually tuning in with that and tuning into, oh yeah, what is what is the impact I want to have right now? What is it that I most long to shift and change and be a part of? Is really important to, to continually visit and then go back again and yet, you know, have another uncomfortable but important and, and productive conversation. Yeah. Yeah, very important, very productive. And what what I what I so appreciate is that you keep I, it feels like you started by making room in your head for okay, things can be different. I don't have to follow that standard path of you know, getting the good job title, getting the good role, getting the money, getting the car, getting out all that. You can have that and do other things as well. You don't have to reject that. And you can, but you don't have to reject that and do something different. You can stay in that role and expand it with other things. And now you're also noticing that those other things that can be are also in the diversity inclusion space on on those topics. And especially because you're in, you're still in that position, in that spot, in the organization, in in that system, and and how that is working, that you can, you've trained your brain to see it doesn't have to be this way. It's just one option. Hey, wait, there's there's other options there that we that we haven't looked at. You've you've changed your lens, and and you know you've put different different glasses on basically. And now you know how to change that and get in different glasses again. And oh, let's try this one and let's try that one. And what do I see now? And what can we make better? 
and especially now with all that we're learning and I, I see you learning a lot developing and gaining ideas uh, about diversity and inclusion and then using that because you're in that organization and you can apply it you can bring it you can share it and have those conversations to share what you've learned with other people there and actually make those changes because you still work there <laughs> um yeah I'm so happy to hear that what I'd love to add if I may as I heard you reflecting there um Marilyn, is there's something about being clear about who we are and how we want to show up. And it sounds a very grandiose comment. Like my journey has been one of privilege. Yeah, I've not faced the barriers many other people that don't look and sound like me have to face. However, we've still got a journey that we're all on. And I think, do we all know, do your listeners and your community know clearly what matters to them? Because when we do, that's when we can ground ourselves and go, right, I really believe in A, B, and C. I value X, Y, and Z. And by the way, I add value to this organization through A, B, and C. That last part is the bit that I think is quite often missing in the HR space, mm. is when people want to make a change or challenge the status quo or create something new, they do it from a more evangelical, theoretical point of view and not from a business. By doing this, we will actually improve yeah. connectivity or communication across the business or i believe we run an experiment for six months you'll see reduced attrition and i think that that's a really important blend i think of this is being clear on who you are and what you believe in and what you value and understanding the business enough that when you bring an idea or a challenge it's grounded in something that those people that need to make the decision can understand yeah because quite often there's a gap between those two things i experience in the business yeah, you can you can keep them connected. You can you can yeah, you can link them. Yeah, yeah, that's a really powerful insight because I think that's you know often a missing part of the puzzle. People get wrapped up in the. I see a lot of confusion. Oftentimes, people don't know. They they feel the frustration and the confusion of I don't know exactly who I am. I don't know exactly what I want. I know it's not this, but. I don't know what I want to say yes to. I only know what I want to say no to. Yeah, yeah. It really um, pays off to get curious about what you really want, how you want to show up, dive into that and find out more about that. That's that's what you're showing by being you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what what do you most want in this, you know, next iteration of of Gary Turner? What where are you at right now in in your current evolution? Well, wow, thanks for the question, Lisa. It's, you know, we don't have enough time for me to go uh, <laughs> give the full answer. <laughs> we, 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 need a, we need a full lunch with a glass yeah. of wine for that one. But, it's um, a high-level idea. Yeah. <laughs> but, but there is something, we, we're having a chat, and it's literally come up today, as I've shared it with you and also with, with, with Marilyn. There's something around a positive corporate activist. So not a disruptor without a cause, but some, mm -hmm. there's something emerging for me around being that interpersonal catalyst where I blend commercial and people and culture, but with something more intentional. So not just holding space, not just bringing people together, but why are we doing that? What is the point of it? Are we looking to try and reduce our CO2 footprint? Are we trying to drive inclusion and diversity and equity? So there's something around the corporate activist, mm -hmm. but from a positive lens. You know, how do we 
how do we help activate you talk, talk about entrepreneurship and other lenses but this is more i don't know there's something more granular about it lisa there's something about corporate activism how do we help people get more activist yeah. within an organization setting so that we can unleash their full potential and of course drive better outcomes as, as an outcome but i think we need there needs to be something there needs to be you know there needs to be a formation of something within a business that actually values that activism and that it's not just seen as something that needs to be stamped out when it comes yeah and your 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 earlier step of inviting reflection and inviting those conversations are the excellent precursor to what it sounds like you want to do now is you know, have the reflection have the conversations and then invite to take action as well yeah give space for the doing not just the the reflection yeah yeah, yeah. And everything that, that that comes along with that, you know, making the plans and holding people uh, accountable to, you oh, how, how did that go? Did you do it? Or, you know, in, in any way that they need. Yeah. So, Gary, if you were to give advice to somebody in, a, in an organization today who they recognize these things, they recognize they want to show up more with their full self, but they're not quite sure where to start. What What would be the one piece of advice that you would wish to share with them i'd love to offer two invitations very quickly if i may so the first the first one is build your network outside of the work organization that you work within Mm -hmm. so get intentional and spend time meeting people that don't look and sound like you that work in different sectors to you that work to different functions to you and definitely as i say don't look and sound like you get different people's lived experiences that's number one because that will build a more holistic understanding of the world for you as an individual. That's the first thing. A close follow to that is run experiments. I'm, I'm yet to find a senior leader when you come to them with a little uh, package with a bow on Lisa that says <laughs> we run an experiment for three months and we reduced attrition by 25%. Or as I did with my work organization, we increased sales by 6 million and gross margin by 1.5 million over three years by just shifting the culture of our organization. Wow. Nothing else changed over that three years. So run experiments, build your network. You'll be un- you will be amazed how things will open up for you. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. I love that. Run, running yeah. those pilots, so, so very important. Yeah. Getting excited myself and I don't work in an organization. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's, you know, Gary, I, I very much get the sense that you know, where you choose to live now is very much in this place of possibility. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I love that. I think that's, I think that's what we're both feeling very inspired by and, and feeling, you know, feel, feeling that, that activation, right. It, it's when you live in the place of possibility. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So many doors open and there's more room to breathe. Isn't there? My whole body is tingling as you reflect on that. So, <laughs> so simple answer is yes. But I love it though. But yeah. thank you. But no, but Lisa, like possibility. Like I just want to invite us all just to hold that for a second. Like possi- like everything is possible right now. It's only our beliefs and the stories that get in the way. Everything is possible. Yeah, so true. So true. Such a beautiful truth. Thank you for for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you so much, Gary, for joining us and joining the the podcast. And thank you as well for being, you know, a white male corporate executive who's willing to engage in this space of belonging, diversity and inclusion. Um, 
you know, it, it genuinely is very important, especially at this time, as a lot of organizations struggle with this. So I, I'm hopeful that more people will hear your story and feel inspired by it because it is genuinely important. Yeah. So thanks for, for that. And thank you everyone for listening. We really appreciate you. And you can listen to our podcast directly online. It's really easy to find HR Matters on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Make sure that you do subscribe so that you are the first to learn about our latest episodes. And we'd love for you for you to give us a review and rating. Your feedback is important to us, and we'd also love to hear your topic requests. What's on your mind in the workplace? Let us know. That's it for now. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye.